podcast is brought to you by the Academy of Scholars. Are you searching for a school for age 4th through 6th grade? Then check out the Academy of Scholars. Based in metropolitan Atlanta, Georgia, this exceptional private Christian school is where great education happens in both its in-person and premier online learning programs. Go to academyofscholars.com and join our virtual tour and open house today to see the in-person or online school you've been looking for. It's a great day at the Academy of Scholars and welcome to episode 17 of Scholarly Speaking Live with Dr. Stacey Lambert-Johnson, Director of Student Success at the Academy of Scholars. I am Benny Crane Jr., the Assistant Director of Student Success. Today's topic will discuss cell phones and when is the right age to get one for your children. Thank you for joining us for today's live session. No matter where you're joining us from, whether you're at work or at home, we pray that you're having a great AOS day and hope that you can visit us here on campus someday soon. Today's topic is about cell phones, the pros and cons, and at what age should they be given to children. But before we get started, Benny, where can our viewers watch today's live session once it's over? As always, everything from this show ends up on our website, academyofscholars.com, including both the audio and video versions. You can also find the video version on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You'll be able to download the audio versions anywhere you download your favorite podcast. We want to take this opportunity to say hello to the people joining us live today. Also, shout out to the people who follow us on our social media platforms. We appreciate you joining us. Do us a favor and tell your friends we're on. All you have to do is hit that share button right there, comment, and tell us what age you think it's okay to get your child a cell phone. So Benny, today's topic is an interesting one, as always. Mm -hmm. As I think back to my parenting days, you know, cell phones were popular, but they weren't as popular as they are now. I remember getting my daughter a cell phone, you know, when she started high school, and it was the same for my son. But that was back in the days of <laughs> flip phones in the early 2000s. <laughs> but what about you? Have your children received cell phones yet? Yes, both my kids have phones, and I think they've had them a little over three years now. They're 12 and 10, so they've had them since they were young. And one of the reasons we felt comfortable with getting them cell phones was really just one reason. What was that? Tablets. Mm. Cell phones for us amounted to just being a smaller tablet. Right. For better or worse, we've put tablets in our kids' hands for years now, basically since they were old enough to hold one. Right. Right. And we really saw it as just converting from a tablet to a phone. Our kids' tablets didn't have cellular service, so many of the things they did on the tablet ended when we left the house. Right. Then when we got in the car, we just ended up handing them our phones. <laughs> or when we were somewhere like the doctor's office in the lobby, they had our phones then too. And I know some people will judge us on this, but my family spent so much time in the car, especially at the time when we got our kids phones that we felt like, hey, let's just go ahead and get them a phone. Now, getting them a phone was really me and my wife getting an upgrade and yeah. giving them our own phones. <laughs> But it amounted to the same thing. Right. Yeah. So in 2015, only 11% of eight-year-olds owned smartphones. In 2019, that number rose to 19%. The percentage increased with the age as 80% of 14 to 18-year-olds own a smartphone. 
I think that some parents battle with the question of how soon is too soon to get their child a cell phone, but other parents, you know, their main argument is that cell phones are needed for safety reasons. Today, I'll share the pros and cons of cell phone use for children and at what age parents should get their children a cell phone. Stacey, we've come a long way since we were young. Mm -hmm. We were about to discuss right now whether we should get kids cell phones. Yep. We didn't have the option of cell phones. Pagers, or what we call beepers, were the extent of technology at that time. And our parents didn't even want us to have them. Mm -hmm. I guess the concept of keeping up with your kids' whereabouts hadn't caught on back then. Right, just be home by the time the lights come on, the street lights come on. Yes. My dad used to say, the only people with pagers are doctors and drug dealers, and you don't have a medical degree, so what do you need with a pager? Absolutely. <laughs> come to think of it, that's in my neighborhood, the only people that had beepers and pagers were the drug dealers. So he was right at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll start with the pros of cell phones for children. First, as discussed earlier, is safety. With school violence on the rise, most parents want their children to have a way to contact them in case of an emergency. And with most schools allowing children to have cell phones as long as they're turned off during the school day, parents list safety as the number one benefit of their children having a cell phone. Uh Safety is a big one for me and my yeah. wife. I mean, we have been the type of parents that never let our kids out of our eyesight. Right. To this day, we're that way. Some parents believe in the blessing of a skint knee. They will even let their kids fall when they were learning to walk. Oh. But and even though we believe in the blessing of a skint knee, when our kids were learning to walk, we were running around behind them and we never <laughs> let them hit the ground. Oh. And now that they have cell phones, we're not sending them anywhere without them. So they can call us at any time if need be. And we can open up that Find My iPhone and GPS their whereabouts at any time. There you go, helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Another benefit of children having cell phones is their use as an educational tool in the classroom. BYOD schools or bring your own device schools allow children to bring their own devices to use in the classrooms as an extension of their learning with technology. Children are encouraged to use their phones for research purposes as polling tools for audio and video recording and for use with hundreds of educational apps. Today's kids are techies. Children as young as toddlers are frequently seen navigating their way through their parents' cell phones or other devices. As they enter the workforce, the expectation is that our children will be technologically adept. So using technology in the school setting is a necessary step in their educational future. Yes, and you know what's crazy? My kids text and call us now that they're older. But the first few years they had the phone, as I told you, it just was a glorified tablet. Mm -hmm. My son had an assignment in second grade that he had to write about some kind of technology that made life easier or better. Mm -hmm. So we settled on a cell phone. Mm -hmm. So I asked him, okay, son, um, how have cell phones made life easier? He didn't know. <laughs> so I called myself trying to help him get the answer. So I asked, what do you see or what do you use cell phones for? He said, uh, to play games. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, all right, what else? Uh, uh, to, to watch movies? Oh, oh, okay, uh, what else? Uh, to look up stuff? Okay, what? Stacy, I could tell he was starting to try to struggle to figure out what the answer. Uh, uh, text? Yes, son, what else? Uh, call people? I, my son gave four answers on what a cell phone was for before he got to talk to people. Mm -hmm. So really, the phone has been much more of a tech device, yeah. uh, as you've described, than a communication device for my kids so far. That's super funny. <laughs> Another pro of cell phones for children is that they can get any question answered in little to no time. 
The fast track of information in today's world means that children can get any answer to any question they have at any time with the internet. <laughs> Smartphones have made that even more convenient. Young children don't have to exercise patience when waiting, when wanting an answer to a question, right? Just ask Siri and voila, you have the answer to your question. Yes, this is something that kids do better than adults. My kids are quick to say, hey Siri, I'm just getting out of the habit of arguing in the barbershop where misinformation is running rampant. But when we were coming up, you couldn't just look up stuff. You were always wondering why you didn't have the opportunity to verify whether someone was saying and what they were saying was true. Now everything is out there. Google is my best friend. <laughs> I was lamenting the other day with my daughter that the dryer door was on the wrong side. And now that it's on the left side instead of the right in our own house. The next day, she sent me a TikTok video telling me how to put it on the right way. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> in the same way that children can get information quickly, the type of information they can get is another pro of cell phone usage for children. Reading about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech is not the same as listening to and watching a video recording of the actual event. Reading about the first American to set foot on the moon is not the same as watching and listening to a video recording of that event. That is the beauty of cell phones and the internet as it relates to accessing information. Historical moments are brought to life as primary sources that children can experience. This enhances the event in their minds as it becomes ingrained in their memory banks, expanding their background knowledge. Yes, and if you're worried about what your kids might see during searches, you can, uh, you can restrict the content with the basic cell phone setting, and there are countless apps out there that will help you do this as well. Using the content and privacy restrictions in the cell phone setting was a great way to help my wife and I uh, protect our kids. So yes, my wife and I put devices in our kids' hands, but we just didn't turn them loose. Mm. Instead of YouTube, for example, they have YouTube kids. That makes so much sense. Finally, parents, cell phones allow children to connect with the world outside of their own bubble. Texting and social media is a way of connecting that allows children, especially shyer children, to connect with peers and flourish in a team environment. Social apps like TikTok and others have allowed children a platform to show off their talents and get recognition and validation from their peers. My kids don't post a lot on TikTok, but they love being part of the TikTok universe. Mm -hmm. It was one of the ways they were able to keep up with their friends, especially during the pandemic. And I didn't realize my grandson even had a TikTok account until I was just going through it. And you know where I'm following him? Uh -huh. And I'm like, he makes TikTok videos. <laughs> Of like anything, like sitting here making a sandwich. Like that's a TikTok, but hey. Hey, they love it. <laughs> so those were the pros. Now what about the cons? As you can imagine, a lot of the pros that were shared can also be cons as they relate to cell phones and children. We talked about safety being a pro. However, it can also be a con if parents are not monitoring what their children are doing on their cell phones and limiting cell phone usage. We've seen and heard about situations where children connect with predators or are contacted by predators on their cell phones. It's really up to the parent to monitor their children's access on cell phones. Absolutely. And the practice of monitoring takes discipline, especially as kids get older. When they're younger, they're so cute and trustworthy <laughs> that you might find yourself getting in the habit of not checking to see what they're doing on that cell phone. But instead, you have to make monitoring a habit even scheduling a time, like every Friday night when they go to bed, check their messages and their search histories. That's right. And while more educational opportunities were identified as a pro, children in screen time is a con. 
Research shows that increased cell phone use has added more distractions and interruptions for students, along with an increase in cheating and cyberbullying. Technology's impact on children can be negative in nature. Cyberbullying is a disturbing trend affecting children around the world. In the U.S., 34% of kids reported having experienced cyberbullying at least once. Those being bullied are more often students of color, disabled, or female, according to statistics. Cyberbullying can range from hate speech to sexual remarks to ridicule and threats and can lead to depression and suicide in some students. Another con, psychologists warn that cell phone usage can put a child's mental health at risk. And national surveys show that kids are more anxious than ever before because of the amount of time they spend on cell phones and other devices, as well as social media. My son experienced this um, a few weeks ago when he took my grandson to t-ball practice. He did a good job hitting the ball, hitting the ball. He loved that part. When it got time for them to go out into the field and chase after the ball that someone hit, He's anxious because all the kids are running and he's refusing to be a part of that. Right. And at first my son was like, you think, you know, like something like, what, why won't he run after the ball? I'm like, well, he's four. Right. You know, he's just being introduced to the sport. He was like, yeah, but the other kids are four too. And, you know, they're running after the ball. And he, he came to, you know, this decision on his own. He said, I think that he might just be anxious. And there's anxiety being built up in him rushing, you know, all the kids rushing to get the ball at one time. So he's like, and I think it might have something to do with that tablet that he's on all the time. Wow. So, you know, he he missed our live session we did, <laughs> you know, about devices right. and, you know, how parents need to limit their children's yes. time on there. So he decided that that's what he would do. And he's noticed a, a change and a difference already in not allowing you know, our grandson to be on his device for too long. So he limits the amount of time and he believes that that makes a difference in the anxiety that he's having. Wow, that's great. Mm -hmm. uh, parents know this, that 58% of kids never tell their parents about being cyberbullied, for example. So without you monitoring what they're doing, they might be suffering this cyberbullying alone. Mm -hmm. One thing you could do is create your own social media accounts and follow your kids. Don't just let them be on social media account without you monitoring that. You following them could have two benefits. It can deter them from doing something inappropriate online, and it may even deter others from engaging with your child inappropriately because you're monitoring their feeds. Absolutely. We've discussed the pros and cons of children having cell phones to assist you as parents in making a decision about at what age you believe you should allow your child to have a cell phone. But the reality is that there is no magic number. The average child gets a cell phone between 12 and 13. However, as a parent, you make the decision about when is the right time to give your child a cell phone. Keeping in mind the pros and cons that we discussed today, as well as your child's maturity and responsibility level. And much of your decision making can be predicated on what your family dynamics are and whether your child needs a phone and your willingness to monitor your child's phone usage in a way that helps to keep them safe. You may find that a tablet with cellular service may be more appropriate for your child right now. Right. But either way, monitoring has to be a major part of the equation. So before you make that purchase, you have to be honest with yourself and say, hey, do I have the energy and discipline right now to make sure I can do the things that will keep them safe? Absolutely. Parents, your responsibility is to model appropriate cell phone use. Have set times at home where all devices must be turned off, like at breakfast and dinner, or two hours before bed. Limit access to cell phone use. 
for example, let your child know when they would have access to their cell phones and stick to it. Mm -hmm. It may be for two hours a day, an hour a day, three hours a day, but whatever you decide, make sure it's communicated and enforced. As a parent, be able to recognize the common effects of technology on children so that you can quickly address it if you see it happening with your own child. Common effects can be reduced social skills, depression, reduced physical activity, lower well-being, and anxiety. If you recognize any of these effects in your child, cautionary steps need to be taken to mitigate potential risk factors. Yes, tablets and phones have been modern parents saving grace, paying chief attention holder and babysitter, but we can't let it take the place of us in our role in parenting. Follow Stacy's advice and make time every day to have your kids put away the devices and talk to them. Mm -hmm. Ask them questions. Create a line of communication that will remain open with them as they get older so you can recognize changes in their behavior. This could make all the difference. Absolutely. Guess what? Cell phones are great until they're not. Yeah. So parents, do your due diligence. Yeah. And parents, remember that every evening at 8.15 p.m., Monday through Fridays, AOS is on live with our Summer Sleepy Time Scholars Program. Because we know the benefits and value of reading aloud to children, selected AOS staff members read a story every night at 8.15 p.m. on AOS Facebook Live. All scholars and potential scholars ages 3 through 8 are invited to join us as we read a bedtime story and pray before they go to bed. It's open to everyone and it's a way for us to stay connected to our scholars over the summer while keeping them engaged in the love of reading. Now listen up, summer sleepy time scholars will end on July 31st, okay? So please join us Monday through Fridays at 8.15 p.m. And in addition to that, you're able to purchase the books. So you'll be able to purchase the books that we read on Summer Sleepy Time Scholars. Yes, at academyofscholars.com slash books. Yes. yes. Well, what do you think? What do you think is the appropriate age to give your child a cell phone? Comment and let us know your thoughts on today's topic. We love hearing from you. So when you comment, we love seeing your comments. Continue to engage with us. And next week, your comment can win a great restaurant gift card for you and your family. And no matter where you live in the world, you can give your child access to an exceptional Christian affordable education with the Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning. Not only does the Academy of Scholars give your child the opportunity to engage in school at their own pace, but we also provide a comprehensive curriculum, one with classes like coding and computer science that teach them about digital citizenship and how to use technology responsibly. The Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning is the online school you've been looking for. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's live session. To learn more about our amazing school, the Academy of Scholars, please go to our website at academyofscholars.com. Join us next week as we continue our live discussions. Next week, we'll be talking about back to school. Back to school. Believe it or not, it's that time already. <laughs> Until next time, I am Dr. Stacey Lambert Johnson. And I'm Benny Crane Jr. Saying goodbye, goodbye and be blessed. The Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning Program is the online school that's the right fit for your child. Not only does the Academy of Scholars give your child the opportunity to engage in school at their own pace, but we also provide a comprehensive curriculum that includes classes like coding, giving your child the opportunity to take classes they love. The Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning is the online school you've been looking for.